Forbes Books presents The Sky's the Limit with host Dee Brown, the president and CEO of the P3 Group, the nation's largest minority, public, private, partnership real estate developer. Here's Dee. Welcome back to the second part of my talk with CEO and co-founder of Mobile Enterprises, Jessica Lewis, a.k.a. the Shipping Container Lady. We've been talking about how she revolutionized the real estate industry by developing affordable housing projects out of shipping containers. Jessica, I've seen the interiors of some of these homes, and it's hard to believe that they were once a shipping container. What is the process of conceiving the interiors and exteriors of these homes? Well, the key to um, building a container home is the installation. So that's another, I guess, objection people may have. So they think it's going to be like a hot box or a cold box, depending on the region that you're in. And installation is most important. So for me and what we do at our company, um, we actually have a called smart steel, um, which is very similar to the container, but it has R49 value insulation in it, which is something you cannot purchase in a Lowe's or Home Depot, just to give you an example, the patented um, insulation that um, actually keeps your home cooler during the summer months with less cycles of your HVAC system, and then the opposite during the winter months. It keeps it warmer uh, with less cycles in your HVAC system. So using that patented material actually allows for our homes to have no condensation, which is moisture that builds up in the container, and actually it stays cooler or warmer depending on the temperature that is currently in the home. So again, when you talk about cost savings, your HVAC system cycles less <laughs> because the insulation yeah, yeah. value is higher. It's almost like commercial grade. Wow. So let's talking about cost savings and pricing. Uh, what's the typical price range of a container home? I mean, from low end to high end, what can a um, listener expect if they were looking to kind of get into a container home? Our uh, lowest cost container home is a two bedroom, one bath tiny home, which is a 40 foot, 320 square foot home. That's about $45,000. And they can be as high as you can go. On average, our square footage is anywhere from $100 to $150 per square foot. Um, quite naturally, people are thinking for some areas, wow, that's really low. For some areas, that's really high. But again, I tell people you're doing green construction. You're not doing stick and brick. So right. the cost savings overall, you cannot compare it to any uh, stick and brick home that's out there. And oftentimes, my customers, they receive much higher appraisal values. So they come into their home with instant equity when they build these container homes, just to give you an example. Wow, that's interesting. So uh, in terms of exteriors, are you in some communities, I, I think you mentioned that they require you to perhaps put siding or brick on them. So you're actually building these container homes in some communities where you are uh, designing them to actually match the existing community standards. That's correct. So most recently, a few months ago, the International Building Code added containers into it. So now at the local level, each municipality has to accept it and adopt it so that they can people can build in those those areas. And so oftentimes the number one objection from municipalities is they don't like the way the container looks. And so we just have to add some simple cladding or whatever it is. It could be siding, wood, stone. You can get creative. We have ones that look like log cabins. 
it's fun and exciting to add that exterior out there because you know they're trying to hide it but they don't know it's just a benefit to have it shown so again it's about education and just helping that customer understand what that looks like gotcha so recently you purchased land in macon georgia and i understand you're going to start a small community of uh, five duplex style homes uh tell us a little bit about that project yes i'm excited so before i moved to atlanta i actually lived in macon for the past six years and what i found in macon being a tenant myself i'm in the process of building my home i actually realized how terrible landlords are and i'm very big on home ownership if you can afford it and so these units will be duplexes but they will be individually owned by whoever desires to to buy it our focus is going to be on our previously incarcerated and veterans who are going through our training program um, this is their road to self-sufficiency so they are working in the training program they'll temporarily rent it and then we'll switch it over to rent to own as they get their finances together and become more stable. So these units are honestly interesting, a transition to permanent home, if that makes sense, <laughs> uh, to help our uh, members of our staff and our employees to grow as individuals. And then of course, professionally through the training. Okay, that's, that's great. So talk to me about the process that you recently went through. You had several counties in Georgia to approve you building permanent affordable housing structures. Uh, what challenges did you experience there? Believe it or not, not very many. We're very professional. And so everything that we do, we're doing it with excellence. So what I mean by that is they get to meet our entire team. They meet me as the owner of the company, my partner, who is the co-owner and general contractor. They get to meet our architects and engineers, interior designers. So when we're presenting projects to these counties, they already know about our credibility and what we're capable of before we even pull a permit. So we do that on purpose to build not only a relationship, but also, again, as an educational uh, component to help them understand the benefits of having containers in these counties. And so I personally, in our company, we didn't have any challenges, but I do talk to other professionals in the field that say they have different challenges. I don't think it's about who you know, it's how you represent yourself to the public. And we're very big on partnerships and education. So we always make it a priority to help people understand what we're doing in advance, almost like a pre-approval process. That way, when we go pull permits, they already know what to expect. We've already gotten feedback from them and what they want to see happen in the project. And we just bring it all together in blueprints and pull the permits. Gotcha. So you're building these container homes all across the U.S. or are you have you expanded into other countries? What, what are your goals there as, as relate to uh, your business and how you plan to grow it? We are doing it all across the United States and we are expanding into Africa as we speak. Um, we're looking at Cameroon, um, Nigeria, Kenya, Ethiopia and Ghana. Um, I do have a registered business in Ghana. I do have land in Ghana. And so that will be our priority. That space where I already own land is just easiest when you own the land versus trying to find a buyer. But what I will say is with doing international projects, um, other countries we're expanding into is New Zealand. We've had some people call us from Italy. So in expanding in those other areas is important to be export ready. So 
that's what we're working on now with U.S. Commercial Service, which is a free service through the government to help us get ready to do business, business abroad. So we've mastered nationally. Now we're ready to go international. That sounds exciting. I'm looking forward to keeping up with you as you continue to grow and expand your business. Um, now, you were featured in BlackBusiness.com, and they talked about how you're revolutionizing the construction industry uh, with your container homes and the impact that your green building is having on the communities. Do you want to just expand upon the impact that you're having through your construction? Definitely. Um, one, outside of the health stuff that we talked about a little bit earlier, um, being able to create higher paying jobs, our apprenticeship programs actually start at $15 an hour and it's a two-year program upon graduation. They will be at $45 an hour because every six months they have a graduating wage increase. And then they also will be gifted an LLC. So we're big not only on home ownership, but people having their own businesses. It's beyond me to see people struggle the way that they do. And it's normally because they're working for somebody else. And so when we talk about self-sufficiency, we also are removing the self-reliance on other people's businesses. And, and that's also, too, why we have an employee-owned business model, whereas everybody that works for us, they own a part of the business, and they will eventually be grandfathered into our franchise opportunities um, once we complete that process. And so if nothing else, we're creating more entrepreneurs, which locally impacts the economy um, from a perspective of green construction in general. Of course, you know, we're lowering the impact on um, global climate change, and then more importantly, um, helping people understand the benefits of it. The educational piece is finding to be very enlightening to us to see how receptive people are. And more importantly, we're bringing this product to neighborhoods that no one wants to live, work, and play in. So we're giving them access to something that a resource I feel that is so important and, and definitely pivotal to their overall living situation. And so again, that's why I haven't had a lot of bad feedback, haven't had a lot of challenges getting these um, units in certain areas because people have been looking for something like this. And it just so happened through advertisement, people have found us and now they know about us. So we're grateful. Wow. So one thing stood out to me, well, a lot stood out to me, but one thing I wanted to circle back on, you mentioned that uh, you gift an LLC to the um, participants of your apprenticeship program. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Mm -hmm. We do it for both our pre-apprenticeship and our apprenticeship programs. So our pre-apprenticeship programs are focused more on young people. Um, so that's people under 24. So 17 to 24, our first launch for that program is going to be at Prairie View A&M. And it's an eight-week long program. And we'll be helping them again, learn at a much, uh, I would say condensed level, <laughs> all the green construction practices. They'll learn all the trades. They'll actually work on a project with us that we're doing with Prairie View and their agricultural department. And then they'll be subcontracted work by them getting an LLC and helping them. So even within it, there's a boot camp for entrepreneurism. I have a, a entrepreneur school curriculum I created. Um, just fast, quick, straight to the point on how to get your business up and running, you know, how to get customers, customer service, public speaking, things like that, um, so that they can be successful upon graduation. So 
Unfortunately, a lot of people are in business, but they don't know how to do business. And so we built that into our curriculums so that they're able to understand what it is to be an actual business owner and what it takes. And not, not everybody's going to be a business owner, of course, but if for those people who don't want that, um, they'll be kind of redirected to one of our partners who may be hiring for whatever trade they choose. Wow. Jessica, you're doing some amazing work. Uh, are you headquartered in Atlanta? We are headquartered in Macon, Georgia. We also have offices in Washington, D.C., Hancock, New York. We're going to build a location in Detroit, Michigan. We're going to have a manufacturing plant there. And I'm from Philadelphia, so I have an office there as well. And so we try to create opportunities through the locales that we serve. And our main office being in Macon, Georgia, that's kind of where I live at now. Partially, my office is still there. Um, and that's about an hour and some change from Atlanta. But um, our locations are based off of our core team um, to represent the areas that they are living at or currently have offices in. Great. So, Jessica, if some of our listeners want to get in touch with you to purchase a container home or learn more about what you do, how can they reach you? Firstly, they can visit our website at www.shippingliving.com. They also can email us. That's actually much quicker than them calling and leaving messages. <laughs> if they shoot an email to info at shippingliving.com, we can answer any questions that they may have. On our website, of course, they can send an inquiry, but just shooting an email is much quicker. And then also people can find us on YouTube, Facebook, as well as Instagram at Shipping Living. Um, they can find out more information about the projects we're doing, our podcast, they'll see our updates about the company and everything that's coming in the pipeline. And of course, reach out to us so that we know that they love us and we want to show the love back. So we'll respond within 24 to 48 hours. That sounds great. Jessica, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to be on The Sky's the Limit. Uh, I look forward to uh, meeting you in person here soon. When I'm in the area, I'll reach out and maybe we'll be able to connect at some point. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll be able to do some projects together in the future. And I, I really appreciate your time and I wish you all the best in your future endeavors. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jessica Lewis. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me on the show. And I wish you all the best as well. Thanks again, Jessica. And that's it for this episode of The Sky's the Limit. If you enjoy the show, make sure that you take a second to subscribe so that you get my new shows when they drop. Also, if you have a minute, I would love for you to leave a review so more people like yourself can discover the show. I'll see you next time. This has been The Sky's the Limit with D. Brown. To find out more about D, go to dbrownceo.com. And to connect with the P3 Group, check out thep3groupinc.com. The Sky's the Limit is a production of Forbes Books.